0: Welcome to MTG Ectoplasm, your home for Spirit Travel and Magic the Gathering. On this episode, it's the holiday season, ladies and gentlemen. I got a special guest in the house, and we're talking Elves and Legacy. Also, the shout out section where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the cream, the cream. Are you excited? Because I am. So let's get this thing started, shall we? Let's go. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining me on this episode. I am your host, Dwight, aka D. Blanco, a medium that wears an extra extra large. You can reach out to me on Twitter at MTG Ectoplasm, or you can email me directly at MTG Ectoplasm at gmail.com. Let me know how am I doing. Am I doing a good job, a bad job? Why I shouldn't quit my day job. And then finally, mtgectoplasm.com, where I post the latest and greatest episodes. And if you want to donate or sponsor an episode like this one, you can do that there. Now, like I ask each and every single episode, I implore wherever you see a uh you know a link to like follow, like or subscribe hit that thing for me because it's not costing you anything just to listen to the episode and tell your friends and family about the show, because I guarantee if they like magic, they're going to like the show if they like spirit content, Hell, they'll really like this show. Now, this episode is brought to you by Top Deck Gaming. They're based out of here in New Jersey. I wish I had more of that content in front of me. I'll definitely bring it up a little bit later throughout the episode. But this is a card shop based in, in like near Cherry Hill. They're a, grazing, they're a great little amazing spot. And you may also know them as Card Titan. This is an up-and-coming uh, Star City game type of... Store, I'm telling you, CardTitan.com. Check them out. They're amazing. Now, with that being said, all the pleasantries, all the homework, everything's done. Now, you see me with my Christmas shirt on. It's now time to bring this individual on. I had him on previously and earlier in the year because he took spirits with a 5 in legacy. Are you kidding me? Now, I had to bring him on because he is a, an aficionado. He's extremely proficient. I love his name. He's a friend of the show. The one, the only Testacular. How you doing there, pal?
1: Hey, I'm doing good. How you doing, Dwight?
0: I'm doing well there, my friend. Now, for those who want to know, you can reach Testacular at Testacular7 on Twitter and also TestacularMTGO on Twitch. He does his live streamings, I believe, on Sundays, right?
1: Yeah, usually Sunday for the Legacy Challenge.
0: See, look at this. See, I got—I remember my man. Look, like, and he, he, you know—he's extremely professional. He—he—he he does the little guitar hero in between, which I did enjoy that one stream that you did.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's a—that's uh, a little go betweener we have. Uh, still working out the kinks on like what to do between rounds, but you know, working there you it go. out.
0: Now, well, how's everything been in a Portland, Oregon way? <laughs>
1: Oh, man, it's been pretty good, you know, getting uh, darker earlier uh, and, uh, uh, you know, just living the day-to-day grind and uh, playing magic cards in the meantime, so, you know.
0: Well, over here in the Northeast we've been extremely spoiled. It's been fifty plus degrees. Thank God for global warming but how how's it over here and is it any snow on that side or not yet
1: no, no snow um we've seen uh quite a bit of rain and like I don't know like forty ish degrees usually fifty ish degrees something like that, so yeah, it's getting colder, but you know not uh right. not frosty. So. so let me
0: begin by saying happy holidays. I don't know if you celebrate the 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 year with the holidays, but you know I just want to sp- send that pleasantries out to you.
1: Yeah, happy holidays to you as well and everyone out there.
0: Well, let it, let's begin with some questions that I have for you, and if the audience wants to join in uh, after we finish segment number one, I'll allow them to you know you know five ten maybe fifty minutes depending on how well the show goes. You know, uh let the man you know join in with some questions. My first question I have for you is how long have you been playing elves and what drove you to wanna play elves?
1: Yeah, so I have been playing elves since late 2013. Um I had only discovered the legacy format in 2012 and I went through a few different decks before getting to elves. The deck i started with was Stoneblade because i was raised in a coblade standard world and i knew how stoneforge mystic and jace the mind sculptor worked very well together and you right. know those kinds of cards and then i eventually moved to like a bug pernicious deed uh creatureless control because i decided i wanted to do because i i found out what pernicious deed did and i wanted to be all about that for a while i
0: don't blame you i don't blame and, you
1: Yeah, that was fun, and then I wanted to get it more aggressive, and GP Denver just happened, and we decided to build Jund, and I built Jund off that, and then um, hard times hit. I went and got unemployed. I was unemployed for a little bit, so I had to sell out of magic cards. You know what happens uh, happens from time to to time, but I got a job, uh, and once I bounced back, I decided I wanted to dedicate myself to something uh, more degenerate, um, and, and uh, something with like something niche, and like I wanted to master something, you know, and so I kind of blindly threw myself at elves, like knowing, like at a core level, kind of how the deck worked. And as I played more and more games, man, I just fell more and more in love with the deck, finding these little ways to close out games that I didn't think were winnable, and things like that. Uh, and elves has just had my heart ever since. So uh, I've just repetitions, repetitions, you know.
0: No, I hear you. So like, like I said in the very beginning, I found you because the fact that you took spirits out there and you started kicking ass, and then you surprised me and my special guest Peter Valco at the time uh, about how you played. And it, you know, t- to me, you know, watching you play elves it's like watching you know picasso paint it's very beautiful it's very unique and i enjoy you playing the deck now let me ask you what does the deck like why does this deck why does elves stand out so much in legacy
1: um so elves is very special because at at its core it's a combo deck that can win out of nowhere and just uh Uh, you know just take take you down in that turn but it also gets to rely on a damage plan in the event that you're not comboing out so every turn you're dealing i don't know between two and six damage and like that's still good enough to you know close close a game like over time just through creature damage if you don't get the crater hoof behemoth or the glimpse of nature chain um and then uh, you're you're sitting in these grindy positions. It's like turn twelve or something, and you top deck a glimpse of nature, and all of a sudden your game plan is insane. While your opponent's like run down on nothing as well, and you're like glimpse of nature, one creature, and it turns into a million creatures, and then all of a sudden you've won the game, out of nowhere. And uh, so, like, it is so special in having multiple accesses, axes, uh, to just win win the game so <laughs> yeah no, i hear you
0: what makes this tribal deck different from all the others out of curiosity because i mean you got to consider you know you have you know spirits you have merfolk you have goblins you, i mean i guarantee there's a lot of tribal decks especially you know that are out there what is that you know what makes this one special compared to the other tribes in legacy
1: well, yeah, other tribes uh they just win by damage purely, like they just win by doing massive amounts of damage pretty early on with like Murfolk doing it by Lord build up goblins doing it by getting a bunch of creature tokens out and closing games with like sling gang lieutenant and Pashalik Mons and things like that uh and then spirits as well you know they just gotta win by swinging in the air like while deterring their opponent from doing specific things um and elves is while it can win by damage it uh just also has that combo like that either i win by natural order or i win by glimpse chain um the only deck that can really compare to killing you in one turn as far as a tribal deck goes would be goblins because of like a muxus like a good muxus can do it and like uh you know again Slingang, Pashlik Mons like you can get 20 plus damage in one turn but elves is just really good at doing that aside from winning uh from damage over time like other tribal decks so
0: all right. Well, let me, let me begin by saying uh, thank you for Douglas Rosa from Brazil. He's watching the show. He's one of the gentlemen that I had on my show because he uh, did exceptionally well with uh, Azoria Spirits out in Brazil. Him and his team, uh, Manamox. Uh So, uh, and I will be bringing him up. He actually assisted with the uh, show breakdown for me because, you know, I'm not too familiar with, uh, legacy but i'm really strong over in modern and pioneer obviously so let me ask you what does it take to master this deck like for novices or intermediate players is it like something that you can pick up right away or is this something that you know you have to it's like a fine wine you have to take your time and marinate
1: I would say the biggest thing that'll help you get far is just repetitions and uh, paying attention to creature triggers. Every creature f- serves a very, like, is a well-oiled part of a machine, you know, like, uh, you need to know what your symbiotes are doing, what your querying rangers are doing, and, like, uh, and you just need to understand, like, like understand a the best sequencing lines through uh repetition like uh for instance like always play a shepherd before you play a symbiote because your symbiote will be uncounterable and then once your symbiote resolves uh your shepherd is uh bulletproof to a lightning boulder swords to plowshares um so i mean like just playing 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 as many matches as you can so you can learn proper sequencing and know and remember all your triggers and all that good stuff. Like, and if you make mistakes and you will make mistakes, uh, let, let that burn, let that burn in your brain, feel physical pain over it. Like, like, I don't know. Like I let my mistakes burn me so bad. So I'd never make them again. Like,
0: (laughs) No, I hear you. So, you know, what I, I, my family has taught me as a kid growing up is that it's great to learn from your mistakes, but it's always better to learn from other people's mistakes. So that's why I enjoy people like you or now or in soon to be me where we we put content creation out there. So the other people out there in magic world right like this is a you know this is a global game so it gives us an opportunity for us to make the mistakes and then people can learn from it and grow and prosper and be better players because i mean you're 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 an elf guy i'm a spirit guy i mean that's why i have these guys sitting behind me right (laughs) so with that being said it's like we want our tribes we want our group we, we to move forward You know, if we got to fail, let's fail forward, not backward. So, you know, I enjoy the honesty from you because, you know, it's like it's refreshing because, you know, we have a a lot of us tend to be like very arrogant and cocky. Go, Oh, no, 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 no. I don't make any mistakes. No, it's 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 cool. We're human and mistakes are great. And especially when other people make it and don't point at you going, hey, moron.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: I, I i love it though like i love it when people call me out on my mistakes and like you know want to want to be like want to be like oh i got you moron like i laugh at that and i'm just like yeah it happens you know
0: well look at this douglas rosa chimed in i made 50 legacy league with white blue spirits yesterday as well look at that well, you Wow. Know, spirits is you know doing well don't worry douglas we're getting to the spirits shortly all right yeah i know you're in the christmas spirit but uh, let's keep on going. what are some of the key cards in elves and why what are what are certain the key cards that as spirit, you know as people who observe spirits we should be worried or cognizant about, so we go hmm we we gotta deal with this thing
1: yeah uh some really key cards uh first of all glimpse of nature it is the start to all mayhem like you want to have this card in your sights uh when it comes to uh holding a counter spell for something or holding like a spell queller effect for something um and green sun zenith is also just uh absolutely bonkers card because it turns into anything that I need any piece that I'm missing uh, and shuffles back in for multiple uses um, and then Allosaurus Shepherd being probably one of the big key players uh, recently like making everything uncounterable is absolutely unreasonable that shuts down part of your interaction as spirits unfortunately you know like with your Mausoleum Wanderers Force of Wills uh, and whatever may have now. The cool thing is, Spellqueller actually does get around Allosaurus Shepard. So mm-hmm. if you are playing Spellqueller, you still get to hold it up in the face of Shepard against cards like Glimpse of Nature. Um, at, well, it's right there order. on the
0: screen for the people who are unaware. It Allosaurus is a green an Elf Shaman one one Allosaurus Shepard can't be countered. Green spells you control, uh, you control can't be countered. Uh, for blue players like myself that really sucks but it, let's read on uh four generic two green until end of the turn elf creatures you control have the base power and toughness of five five and become a dinosaur in addition to its other creature types that's stupid good yeah but how's how's that even legal for a one mana creature
1: I, I have no idea. I remember waking up and somebody tagged me in a Facebook group about this card. And I read it. And I read it again. And I read it again. And I just, like, every time I read it, I couldn't believe what I was seeing. I was like, we are just getting an insane gift, you know, to be able to, like, be pushed up as far as we are in like the competitive tier list of uh, legacy decks now. So
0: now, to me, it's stupid. Like humans have the uh, champion of the perished. Now the uh, what you call it? the zombies now have champion of the perished. You know, and you guys get this. Red has Ragavan. What what do, what do blue players like myself? Where's the spirit? Yeah, everybody points at the uh, mausoleum uh, wanderer, but. Mm, mm.
1: Yeah, you don't you don't really have a strong blue one drop spirit, unfortunately. Outside, like Wander is sweet. Don't get me wrong, but uh, yeah, uh, unfortunately, Spectral Sailor is your next best bet. Oh, <laughs>
0: uh, and then this case is killing. He's like, well, what the blank around and turn my crew into dinosaurs? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, hey, we're elves. Yeah, now we're dinosaurs. Like, like what the what? What's going on here? Like.
1: That, uh, that comment does come from one of my close friends, by the way. Shout out to Aiden for tuning in. Thank okay, you. Okay, Well,
0: thank you, Aiden, for watching and supporting uh, Testacular and myself today. And don't don't forget to hit that follow, like, subscribe button. I'd appreciate it. So uh, any other key cards that we uh, as Magic players should consider?
1: Uh, natural Order, of course, as well, being uh, just an I win button right on the spot uh, to counter as well. Um, and then finally, the engine that is probably scariest out of the deck is Wirewood Symbiote and Elvish Visionary. Uh, being able to return Visionary and recast it pretty easily with the tons of mana that Elves makes uh, gets a lot of cards drawn and a lot more threat density back in our hand uh, when we're like recovering. So it's uh, it's a scary. Uh, we call it uh, among Elves players. We call it the best friends forever combo.
0: And Wirewood's there it is. Uh, Sombia. It's I'll a it's a one green one one insect. Return an uh, off you controlled to its owner's uh, hand, untap creature activate this ability once a turn thank god it's only once a turn
1: yeah thank god right but also it can be activated on your opponent's turn which is very key if you're going to shoot a removal spell at something and there's a wirewood symbiote on the table the symbiote takes precedence over everything else because if you fire it off at an elf we're just going to return the elf in response
0: that's so stupid that it's like an instant yeah hold on Mm -hmm. some people are playing usher in legacy but the Mythcore compared to Shepard. Yeah, I, I hear you. I hear you.
1: Usher I, of the Fallen. Um, yeah. It's all right.
0: <laughs> also, you're not a fan of the Usher.
1: I I don't know. Like It seems like an interesting mana sync I found when I was playing Spirits a lot, in Legacy at least, uh, I wanted to use my mana to do other things besides make a 1 1 Spirit token off an attack trigger, I think.
0: No, I hear you. I hear that. Now uh, let me ask you I know your deck has Maybe a money card or two uh, I know that Allosaurus Shepherd, let, let me just tell you it's, It hurts the wallet
1: It's not as bad as it used to be uh, It started no? at 90 no? And nowadays it's 60 So you know It's, it's not
0: yeah, too bad uh-huh. Okay Pinocchio well, You know I know <laughs> it, it. This card is re- ridiculously expensive what other card, uh, would you say, uh, matches that, especially like if, if, uh, if you were to make a budget cut, you know,
1: you so know. yeah, I, I was looking at this and, uh, in 2014, when I went to Grand Prix, New Jersey, I registered a list with three Gaia's cradle and one crop rotation, Oof. a crop rotation can make up for a fourth cradle to some degree, uh, I wouldn't do it these days uh but in 2014 i did that and that was the first legacy gp that i day okay. uh so i was pretty happy with my performance in that but yeah that's uh, as far as budget options go they're really these cards are really specific in the engine it creates and the way it wins so efficiently, like, you can definitely play things like, I don't know, maybe Priests of Titania over Gaia's Cradles. Um, House uh, th- of Shepherd is just so irreplaceable. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, but yeah i don't know it's uh it's hard to make budget options and still have i mean
0: it's legacy there's no you know but you know it's like i'm I'm trying to look at you know the new guy like i want to get into this format and and the next thing i'm like yeah um do yourself a favor look at savannah and Bayou, and then look at Gaia's cradle and then come back to me you know it was like i mean fortunately you know i i don't want to be that guy but i will be that guy uh, unfortunately, yeah, there's no sheet When I'm telling you this, uh, you know, thank God I started magic back early, you know, when just before Merkonia Mass started, and I collected Gaius Cradles because people were like, "Oh, this card's okay, it's meh." I I have eight, you know, and I'm like, "Thank you, sweet baby Jesus, for allowing me to <laughs> think." You know, I like you know, let me collect this card because now it's like, woohoo! you like. I hit the lottery, you know?
1: Yeah, exactly. Nobody oh. could have seen it coming, though, from that time, but it happened. <laughs>
0: oh, I was I was smart enough. I was fortunate enough to go. Like, I saw Moat, and I was like, Moat's a $35 card. Hmm. You know, let me just pick up, you know, a playset. Just, you know. <laughs> just in I have, case. I, I have extra income. I'm making money. It's like my first real good job. You know, I'll pick up a playset, a Moat, for 35 bucks a piece. Now, looking, and I'm like... Yeah, yeah. yeah. Good. I who would have ever thought a game that I enjoy playing would have you know yeah, it's a collector card game. Stupid me, you know, the collector card. But it's a game and I'm like, oh it's not gonna be worth that much, you know. But Yeah Yay No my wife is looking at me, but the engineer of the show, the Ravishing Renata, she's like, Yep, he's gonna sell something, I'm gonna get a good Christmas present. <laughs>
1: You owe it to her now.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yes, well, she just had her surgery, so those you know she's doing exceptionally well. So, yeah, I might have to get her something extra special this year. So, let me ask you: uh, What style of spirits is the most troubling for you to play against? You know, I know spirits is, you know, near the bottom. It's not really one of the top tier uh, decks out there, but you know, I'm assuming you do see them once in a while. Uh, Which which flavor? bothers you the most the azorias or the band
1: style so to be completely honest yeah i i am having struggling like trying to figure out the exact differences between the flavors and like what they play if i had to guess though uh like just looking at it from the outside blue white is probably scarier because uh they have more like they probably have more in their sideboard that could defeat me versus like bank cards where like green's not really an effective color versus me, but like having good, like blue and white, uh, options such as like meddling mage containment priest uh swords to plowshares extra removal spells uh all that good stuff and probably more spirits of the labyrinth or something in the main deck i have to assume blue white would probably be better positioned against me than ban
0: okay, and
1: just... probably the one i'd be more scared to see
0: all right, yeah, because what happens is uh, Azorius tends to be more of the interactive play where, you know, we wait for, you know, our our opponent to take a certain position and counteract against it, while Bant can do some of that, but because of collective company, we tend to vomit out creatures exceptionally quickly. Um, not as quickly as elves because of all the wonderful, you know, mana shenanigans that elves do, uh, but, you know thank god thank for the azor you know the azores where we can counter thank god for uh my man uh, spell queller and we can <laughs> deal issues especially with skyclave apparition to remove your little creatures off the board so uh, you know i'm happy about that no i'm actually you know i I was actually surprised i actually thought that you would say bant because of the fact that they tend to get the spirits out and because they fly we 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 tend to sort over the elf
1: Yeah, so Bant definitely puts the pressure on, right? Like it does a good job. It probably it does a good job of vomiting creatures out and getting the damage over. And that can actually like win you games against selves, because sometimes all we need is a little bit of time before we can absolutely take over and win the game. So they do have that advantage going on for them, but uh you know if we just have too fast of a start if we just put down a turn to like progenitus like what are you gonna do about that that's that you definitely want your interaction if i like try to get cute and go for things early you know what i mean
0: yeah progenitus yeah
1: progenitus our our friend The soul of the world
0: has returned. No, no, he's nobody he, he's nobody's friend. He <laughs> he he protection from everything. He's nobody's friend. He's everybody's <laughs> enemy. Let, let's be quite honest and necessary with one of them. Even protection from me? The he, owner it, of the car? Yeah, protection from everything. It's 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 like why wizards? Why did you create like look between you and I, we know uh true name nemesis? why watsy why
1: why you know why? Like, oh yeah.
0: th- th- my opponent like i'm i have to say his name i don't know what is your name philip jacob pink what, what is your <laughs> name i say you right no this thing has protection from everything everything it's, it's wrong not no no like, like how do you unless like it has to be an extreme board wipe it yeah like that's the only way to get it just an extreme board wipe
1: yeah something like a supreme verdict terminus uh it can die to tabernacle but i'm gonna pay for it uh probably so you think you know know? well you have elves
0: (laughs) of course you will (laughs) of course so let me ask you which spirit cards cause elves the most problems
1: So right off the bat, um, I'm going to say Skyclave Apparition is probably one of your best cards against me because it just auto-exiles whatever forever. Um, Then from there, Spell Queller, because it does get around the text on Allosaurus Shepherd in being able to trap up some of the spells. Uh, And then Mausoleum Wanderer, while it may not always be Active because of Allosaurus Shepherd. There could be key moments early in the game where I try to glimpse without a Shepherd on table uh, or Greenson's Zenith for something without Shepherd on table that you can still grab, nab that up. Um, and then uh, Sword Splashers, uh, as far as non creature spells go, that Spirits tends to play. Uh, great card against me. And then situationally, Force of Will. Depending on Allosaurus Shepherd status. So,
0: okay. yep. Now, Douglas Rose just signed in. Council's judgment can deal with progenitors. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they can. It can. Yeah. But thank God, you know, I'm actually looking at his deck list and I don't see Council's judgment, Douglas. I don't see what will happen here. I'm looking at your deck list. <laughs> Where, where's the Council's judgment? Where's the Council's judgment, pal? i don't want to say that he is actually making me a spirit token and like a 3d model you know Ooh. oh yeah with mtg ectoplasm on the box. oh thing looks badass i can't wait to get my you know to get the wow. thing the this the thing so i can find a 3d artist to print it for me and then he's like Woo, i got my own personal That's- 3d printed token that sounds nice. Oh, it, it dude, you have to see it. it's super sexy. I'll show I'll send you an image after the show. Now let me ask you, uh how many spear uh, uh let me retry. Yeah, how worry. would a spear player you, you played spirits. Yes. What is the best way you would take spirits and play against elves?
1: So the best way to do this is to have early interaction. Make sure that you keep a hand that has things like Swords to Plowshares, uh, Mausoleum Wanderer, uh, maybe a Skyclave apparition or a Spell Queller. Uh, And then if you can, get a Spirit of the Labyrinth down as soon as possible um, if you're playing the main deck or however the lists are constructed these days. and kill everything that you can with plows and apparitions just try to keep the board small while keeping like uh you know maybe a turn one mausoleum wanderer over time doing damage or something like that and you know just make sure that you can keep my resources as small as possible while also like holding up your counter magic for glimpse of nature and uh, prioritize shepherd whenever possible as far as removing, so you can have more action from your force of wills and Wanderers as well. So, kill everything uh, up front immediately, and hold your counter for scary stuff. Uh, and pray, pray i mean el- the night.
0: elves is just pure scary stuff i don't like elves like <laughs> like if i like if i played legacy against legacy elves i'd be like that one guy in that video flipping the table yelling at the other guy not caring if my cards fly you're like get out of here with that crap freaking elves uh, that's just me i'm just that guy so let me ask you uh what cards should you know players spear players like myself consider to use against elves
1: um so i i think you're referring to sideboard cards Sideboards. here right? yeah, yeah, yeah 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 uh containment priest Ether sworn canonist graft digger's cage damping sphere more removal like path to exile uh meddling mage um these are all cards that i definitely have played in elves before and would bring in against me in a heartbeat because uh, they definitely just throw a bunch of, you know, wrenches, a bunch of wrenches in the gears, basically. Uh, and makes my life harder because I will have to find something like Assassin's Trophy to answer these things. And also I have to answer your main deck stuff like Spirit of the Labyrinth still or Skyclave Apparition uh, well, I mean, I can't really do anything when Skyclave Apparition resolves. Let's be realistic, but you know, uh, there's add, just adding more stuff for me to like have to deal with to get by. So
0: Douglas Rosa is killing me. The gentleman from Brazil. He goes, "The only good elf is a dead elf."
1: Well, that's not <laughs> very holidayzy of no. you. I Come someone's on, gonna,
0: someone's gonna get some coal in their stocking this year. <laughs> And knowing him, he's he you know, he knows how to cook good Brazilian meat, so he's gonna probably use that cult to uh, you know cook some good meat with. <laughs> and so it's like it's like a like win win for him, no matter how it happens.
1: Yeah, right.
0: Now, uh Douglas Rosa, speaking of Douglas Rosa of uh, Manamox, uh suggests creature destruction early, like you said, and spirit interaction to build a fighting force. Uh, you know, How true? Like you, you brought it up yourself. Is there any other way? Like, is that the only true way? Like he discussed and you discussed?
1: Yeah, I mean that's really the only way it's got to happen. You don't want to be sitting there doing nothing otherwise. And like, if you're not, if your cards are not lining up to interact with mine, and you're just throwing out a couple of flyers and then doing a couple damage to me over a turn, and then you lose to a natural or a glimpse of nature, that doesn't feel good. Uh, So yeah, I mean. Kind of like you put it, just uh, make sure that you have early pressure and make sure that you have a lot of answers to uh, answers or proactive things like Atherstorn Cannonist uh, or Grafdigger's Cage to do so that I have to fumble around uh, and buy you enough time to deal enough damage to me.
0: Well, let me ask you like a side question because I guarantee there are some people here who love Legacy and. You know, they may ask, okay, enough of the spirit talk. You know, uh, you know, let me know more about, you know, elves. What are the good matchups and bad matchups of them?
1: Yeah. Um, elves, man. Uh, it's come such a long way recently. Uh, a lot of, like, the good matchups are your blue, like, mid control e decks like the band uh, the band control piles the the four color piles that are splashing for expressive iteration um, and because because I mean Alosaurus Shepherd turns off like half their interaction and then Wirewood Symbiote does a good job of protecting your guys. And then since they play a slow game plan anyway, you just kind of chew through their uh, chew through their early removal and everything, get them to a place where they don't really have cards anymore, and then slowly build your board back up with like symbiote and visionary, and then all of a sudden you have a bunch of cards in hand, and then you're like winning the game through a glimpse of nature or a natural order. Um and yeah like uh and then a great matchup as well as dnt because dnt can only really interact with like swords of plowshares maybe wasteland a cradle here or there uh and you just kind of get to be like glimpse of nature goes unchecked great like here's a bunch of creatures you lose the game um and then the bad matchups are like combo decks that are inherently faster than us like oops all spells reanimator uh even though we have like endurance to fight back you know those uh matchups are pretty scary um lands is not a good matchup uh i hate going to church which is uh a tabernacle i hate that card with a, with a burning passion and I just like, whenever it comes down on turn one or whenever my opponents crop rotate for it because they're like, hey, I'm up against Testacular. He's playing elves. Uh, You know, I just like frown and I'm gonna have the worst time trying to play around it. And sometimes I do play around it. Sometimes I win and some, but like a lot of times I just like take the L after like fighting for five or six turns to get around a stupid Tabernacle. Um and as far as blue red delver goes, it really depends uh, on like if you win the die roll because like that deck on the play is just kind of hard to deal with. But we also like the uh, luxury of playing for endurance these days, and endurance is an absolute beating against that deck. So I don't know. Uh, that's kind of how it all lines up. But as long as these blue decks keep running around, man, I'm having a great time. <laughs>
0: Well, we you know, uh, this is now where I asked, you know, the listening audience, if you got any questions, you know, I'll throw them out there to us. I want to say this this segment is brought to you by Top Deck Games. Their uh, address is 55 Haddon Avenue in Haddon Township, New Jersey. Uh, let me just tell you, this is a great group. Frank, you have miles out there. Your entire stuff, Christmas season is here. So if you're looking Top Deck, you know, just tabletop games, Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh! Uh D- uh Dungeons and Dragons, Warhammer, Star Wars, whatever you're into, they got it there. I'm telling you. And they're they're upsizing their store. So my suggestion go out there. You can also, if you're looking for magic cards, the name is CardTitan.com. This is an upcoming, like soon to be like top ten magic store. So keep an eye out on them. Uh card titan.com, but this is top tech games. Uh, you know. Supporting this uh, segment number one. Now, let me, let me see what questions we have here for, for us. And question is, what, how would you sideboard against spirits? Oh, that's a very good one that's
1: a good question yeah um so my sideboard right now just so you understand where i'm at has four thought seizes four assassin's trophies four endurances uh one copy of collector Rufi, one copy of progenitus and two copies of force of vigor uh oh wait no three copies of endurance one is in the main board one collector roofie one progenitus two force of vigor so what i would do against spirits is i would bring in the progenitus over the main deck archon of valor's reach that i have in there because uh, mm-hmm. progenitus is just going to be a better natural order target to get uh too early um and then assassin's trophy is going to come in over things like the endurance that's in there are actually you know i don't know i haven't tested much post endurance with spirits but maybe that card's totally fine and to leave in but maybe the grist uh and a couple of like elves like a nettle sentinel and a heritage druid and i'd have the assassin's trophies in there to blow up key permanents that are causing me problems so those are the five cards that i would bring in
0: okay now we have another question here it's from call of duty how do you play against murktide
1: so against Murktide, we bring in uh, the remaining three copies of Endurance and the four copies of Assassin's Trophy, um, and we take out uh, all of the Natural Orders and the Archon because Natural Order is too like high of a liability to get countered, um, and it costs us sacrificing a creature on top, so Force of Will becomes kind of a one-for-one, one, and Days is also extremely bad. Um. So, natural orders. The archon comes out, and then uh, a couple of uh, mana elves from there, uh, like um, heritage druid uh, and birch rangers. Those kinds of creatures, because. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Those those are the ones that usually just come out because you only need one of them in your engine at any time, and you can just green sun for the one that you need on the combo turn. Um, so yeah, we go a lot less combo um, unless it's through Glimpse of Nature and win through like Endurance Beatdown and locking out like uh, the Merktide Regents and the Dragon's Rage Channelers. So.
0: Okay. Let's see. Uh, what did uh, Douglas? I saw so Douglas Rosa bring up. So, endurance is good against us. Unfortunately, uh, youth is taking out force of will and days is good against elves. Huh. Okay. Cheat
1: taking out force will or taking out days is totally fine against elves uh typically because like they can usually make the extra mana or they can uh play around it or whatever days only really has value on the play in the matchup and you have to get lucky that i don't Uh, have an early Shepherd, So, uh, Force of Will is a little bit more... It's a little sketchier to cut because it's a hard counter, so it can deal... It can just stop a glimpse or stop a natural order, but I understand, like, your hesitation because... Allosaurus shepherd exists so force of will may be completely nullified but if you can get rid of that Allosaurus shepherd then force of will still has value in stopping the cards that just absolutely kill you on the spot
0: all right well there you go i don't see any more questions but i want to thank you thank uh, you know those who did chime in for chiming in uh this is the end of segment number one and this brings me up to my announcement uh for those who aren't aware uh this is a, a this is episode number 74 but episode 75 is coming up december 22nd if you know i'm going to have a special guest another special guest and it's going to be december 28th 8 p.m i'm going to do it just like this episode on youtube i'm having nikachu mtg on the show this is a modern master. He's a Merfolk master. He's my, you know, he's my Senpai, my sensei. Uh, well, he's the Maharaji, a modern, I can say. So I'm gonna be, I'm you know, pleased and thrilled to have him on the show. And I, I ask anybody who's watching or listening to this episode, come and join us December twenty second, p.m. on YouTube. And, you know, if you have questions for him, you know, just bring them along and we'll share that. I, I you know I hopefully hopefully you'll join in too, uh, uh, to secular and watching the show.
1: Yeah, the twenty second. I hope uh, to join in and uh, check that out. Uh, Nick, you might be
0: getting out of work just around that time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh well, yeah, something like that. Yeah, I'll I'll figure it out. I'll I'll be there. <laughs>
0: uh, so, now it's time for segment numero dos. It's the shout-out section where I'm looking for the best of the best, the cream of the crop, the cream de la cream. Now, if you didn't make it, that's all right. Have no fear, have no worry. You'll still be there. Uh you know, we will still be rooting for you no matter what. You know, just keep on doing it testicular doesn't matter. We'll be rooting for you, right? Testacular.
1: Yep. Absolutely. We, we
0: no matter what it is, we always want people to succeed and be the best of the best.
1: One hundred percent. That's All what right. we're here now, for.
0: There you go. Now it's kind of funny. I, I'm going to start off in legacy. This gentleman, December eleventh, five with an Azorius build, Utopia Mycon. So, ladies and gentlemen, Douglas Rosa's here. He proved that he went five oh. We got Utopia MyCon in Legacy. So, ladies and gentlemen, spirits can win in Legacy. And, you know, thanks to, you know, uh, great advice here from Texteculum, maybe we can beat Elves, too. Just saying. And if you're an Elves player, thank you for kicking our ass. So, <laughs> but we're learning. We're learning. Exactly. Now in historic, uh, December 8th, first place, I was an Azorius player and he was a mythic, uh platinum mythic rank player. I don't know who you are. Watch. He doesn't allow us to know who you are, but if you're listening to the show, congratulations. Now pioneer, sweet baby Jesus. Let me just tell you spirits Testacular. Have you played, you know, uh, pioneer spirits?
1: I actually have played the Azorius Pioneer Spirits lists a few times in uh, challenges, not to any uh, great finite results, but I had a lot of fun playing the games. So, yeah, you
0: know, let me just tell you, Pioneer Spirits. I don't know who's playing this, but people are kicking ass. Me personally, like, there's there's four tribes right now that are doing well. It's the, not tribes, but versions of the spirits, which is the Bant, the Azorius, the Simic and mono blue personally i'm a huge fan of the mono Blue. love oh, wow. the mono Blue. but you know people are just playing the crap out of spirits and i love this i truly love that That's so lovely. hopefully we get to cheer you up one day when you uh five oh, you know within a, a pioneer spirits <laughs> <Because they don't laughs> yeah have any...
1: i'll have to i'll have to get back into the deck still uh but yeah it's it was fun
0: well, do they have pioneer elves just out of curiosity
1: uh not that i know of i don't think elves is has a hat it has a rain like it has a uh has a horse in that race i guess come to the dark side da, da, da.
0: come yeah. to the dark side it's, <laughs> everything's better over here just saying yeah now was... let me get <laughs> let me get to my pioneer people december 9th five oh with a mono blue build hero to suki hero to another a 5 Finish, Sobre Magic. December 10th, five zero 0 finish on, with a mono-blue snow build, Suka Kayaturo. Wow, look at this. I'm pronouncing Japanese pretty good over here. Yeah. December, <laughs> December 11th, Bant, first place finish, Giuseppe Misalani. Okay, that, that one's Italian. I'm, I'm assuming this gentleman's Italian. Giuseppe Misalani. Uh December 12th, first place finish, mono-blue snow, Yo uh Yamamoko and then another Mono Blue snowball the same day Kasai Rota, uh, Ryota Ryota oh Kasai Ryota okay now i'm screwing up the japanese <laughs> december 13th first place bant uh Tsubakoi Tsubakoi now 50 Mono Blue season uh season herb that's a that's a unique one and then Douglas uh my friend five zero band uh band Rosa 1993 which is Douglas Rosa from Brazil and then finally modern uh December 14th 5-0 with a band finish Dr. Queller so with all those people thank you thank you thank you for kicking ass with spirits and i am be your number one cheerleader and to that goes on the side going you're not playing elves oh <laughs>
1: Hooray for you, though. Yeah,
0: hey, <laughs> yay, high five! you know, standing oh, you know. It's like, you know, cheering on the new Spider-Man movie without spoiling anything. Like, whoa!
1: I'm going on Tuesday, don't you say a word. I'm not
0: saying anything. All I will tell you <laughs> is the movie was better than I thought it would be, and my standards all were exceptionally high. And Oh, wow. I went and saw Thursday, and thank you, sweet baby Jesus, that I did. Because I see med spoilers all over YouTube and all of these yeah. places. And,
1: Internet's a dangerous place right now oh, for me. Stay off the internet.
0: Besides <laughs> watching the show, stay off the internet. So with yeah. that being said, is there anything else you want to share with the listening audience and viewing audience right now on YouTube?
1: yeah i just want to say uh thank you to all of those who support me by uh showing up on my stream and uh hanging out on twitter and whatnot um i want to thank uh you know my the people i play test with uh ben nash you remember uh, of course and uh um my friends uh adam brown uh uh Lachlan McIntosh, uh, a couple other, a couple, a couple other people, uh, that in that, um, area, that group of people, Forrest Ashmore. Um, and then, yeah, the Portland legacy scene. Love you guys. Uh, thanks for to, tu- Thanks for watching and tuning in and stuff. And, uh, yeah, I, uh, and also I want to, I told my Valorant crew, I'd call them out too. I want to thank my Valorant crew who've been there forever for me. So, that we shoot people and not play anything related to magic whatsoever. But I want to thank you for my success in magic. Um, And yeah, that's it.
0: All right, there you go. That's his shout outs. And you know what? That's awesome. I thank you to for joining us on this show again. uh, I enjoyed having you on the first time. I am enjoying having you on a second time. Hopefully we can make this a a continual thing. Uh, Hopefully you, you know, yeah, pick up pick up the Pioneer deck and kick it. All right. I'll try I'm it.
1: I'll you. try it. I might, I might try it. <laughs> See, there you go.
0: <laughs> so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank everyone, you, the listening audience, and joining us officially for the first time live on YouTube. We're going to try to make this a continuation, continuous thing. And uh, thank you once again to Secular for being on the show. Now, with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, then next time you sit there. And you're kicking your opponent's ass, make sure they say, that's bushy." I'm out of here.